is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. Welcome to the main satellite. The main satellite I am to Marcus. And who are you? My name is Brody Brother, and um, I'm happy to be here once more. I'm happy we are here once more because who the fuck knows? <laughs> right. And the, the current climate. Um, well, the forever climate here in the United States. Mm hmm. Happy to yeah. be here, brother. Happy yeah. we are here. I am too. Mm -hmm. Um. So on this episode, sometimes we just get the the urge, we just feel compelled to to record something because we get a conversation started and we're like, yo, maybe somebody else feels the same way we do, or they want to join in on a conversation. Um, so this is pretty much a continuation of conversations we've been having over the past few weeks and uh, a continuation from the last episode of the main satellite. Mm -hmm. um and like always send us an email if you ever want to be a guest on the show or you want to you have a question for us or you want to you know critique what we're doing uh we invite that hit us up on the main satellite at gmail.com so what's on your mind brother the state of the quote unquote union <laughs> um again the forever state i just want to uh uh the kick off what we're talking about i want to make a an observation for the casual viewer who may not be a, a listener who may not be aware of the history of autocracy uh on planet earth down the course of history and we could just speak about, um, I'm just going to refer to 20th century dictators, autocrats. Mm -hmm. um, and this is what we're talking about, one of the things we're talking about today. So Benito Mussolini um, was uh, an Italian who was not with the establishment like Donald Trump. He was not a part of the establishment, but he had uh some extremely he has some very strong views on how the country ought to be run he was not a fan of the monarchy uh he wasn't a fan of the way that things have been going but uh the monarchy at that time had been dealing with um uh another party okay that was uh wanting to disrupt or that was questioning uh how things have been done Okay, in terms of the um, anarchy, uh, the monarchy's rules, regulations, thoughts, desires, um, hold their hold on power, and all of those things. And so it so happened that Benito Mussolini was not in favor of the truth is he held some of the same views as this mm -hmm. third fucking party. Okay, but he owned the whole was not he wanted to be a person, the person in position of authority. So in order to have this third party taken in hand and to corral him to control him the monarchy offered him the role of prime minister and that was a uh, they had a dual purpose that action number one to curb the enthusiasm of the third party and to uh gain a great degree or total control over Benito Mussolini himself who was a rising star politically <laughs> In Italy, um, the plan backfired. The uh, the the prime minister, the prime minister, uh, <laughs> ended up being just as uncontrollable. But he had the benefit of having uh, real power, real political power. Eventually, he and his overthrew the aristocracy, and he installed himself as Italian dictator. And he was a monster. He had his political opponents imprisoned. He had his political opponent, opponents uh, killed, murdered. He did whatever he wanted to do, he and his. And the point of me saying this, the point of us uh, bringing this up 
a point of reference. We want to use it as a point of reference, which is this. Not long after Mussolini became dictator, he began to uh, intimidate, coerce, imprison, and murder the very people who were closest to him, the very people who had helped him attain his position as Italian dictator. It didn't matter who you were. You could be a family member, a friend, a party associate, an advisor, a lieutenant. It didn't matter who you were. If he felt in his narcissism threatened by any aspect of who and what you were, you were coerced, imprisoned, fined, ruined, exiled, or murdered. The point of me saying that is no matter how well off you think you are, no matter how great you believe you stand, how great you believe your standing is in reference to an autocrat, your standing is never great enough because that person is um, in a position of absolute authority. They hold a position of absolute power. And the longer they are, the longer the, the, the position is maintained, the wilder their demands the more outlandish their narcissism becomes, it grows, okay? You are not an exception is the point of me saying that. If you're a supporter of an autocrat, if you are a person who is a political advisor, you're a political uh, uh, brother or sister in arms, if you're a family member, if you're an average individual in support of autocracy, you are not an exception. I don't care how wealthy you are. I don't care how famous you are. I don't care how powerful you yourself are politically. In the end, the autocrat's main purpose is to serve him or herself. And that's the way it is. Now, this is a point of reference. And that's, that's something that happened with Stalin. It's something that happened with Idi Amin. It's something that happened with Pol Pot. It's, it happened with the generation of scumbags in North Korea successive generations it happens with every autocrat it's never been a thing it's never not been a thing that occurring so those of you who are going to hear this and believe that you are an exception to the rule because you are white wealthy male heterosexual uh a supporter the closest supporter an advisor you are never too close to be clipped, to be cut the fuck away like the canker you are. The canker that everybody and everything is to an autocrat, to a dictator. That's the truth. That is beyond fucking reproach. It is literally the way it's always gone throughout the annals of recorded history. That's what I wanted to say to kick this off. Tell me what's on your mind, God. <laughs> Bearing that in mind, of course. Yeah. Bearing that in mind and using that as a point as a point of reference, we're seeing a <clears throat> a sneak peek of that already when it comes to these uh, crazies in the right wing. Um, of course, you got Donald Trump, and on the other hand, you got Ron DeSantis. At one point, they were on the same page, pretty much still on the same page, but um, recently. Uh, there at odds. DeSantis came out and said that uh, he regrets not pushing back harder against the uh, stay-at-home orders during the uh, pandemic. And you got uh, Trump and people from his camp uh, talking shit about DeSantis, uh, afraid that he may rise up and be the front runner when it comes to the GOP uh, uh, candidate for presidency. Um, in the end, DeSantis will be cut away and discarded like any anybody else. Um, and like I said, at one point, and just like you described with your uh, history lesson just a minute ago, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how close you were with uh, that person who was the as aspiring autocrat, you will be cut away just like everybody else. And 
I could see that playing out with DeSantis and anybody else who opposes Donald Trump. They worship Trump. So I don't see, um, you know, DeSantis may have some support, but overall, the crazies will be behind Trump. Imagine admiring, following, supporting, being willing to die for a shrinking violet, violet stain of a man like Donald Trump. Everything about him is weak. Mm-hmm. He is an older man. He wears uh Depends. Joe Kassler um, has been speaking about this for a very long time. He worked on The Apprentice. He worked on uh, 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 Survivor with Mark Burnett. He worked. He's worked on. He worked with uh, with the organizations that were in support of Trump when he owned the Miss America pageant. This is something he's been talking about for a very long time. The man is a drug abuser. And this is not to villainize or demonize those who are addicted to drugs, but he is a villain who happens to be addicted to drugs. Adderall, one of his big claims to fame is after his brother died, uh, being a uh, uh, terrible alcoholic. Um, one of his claims to fame is he's never touched this stuff, which I believe is a lie. But one of his claim to, claims to fame is he is not a drinker. He never touches the stuff. He is not reliant. Um, upon any substance, but he is a person. Joe Castle and so many other people have made it plain that he has been an abuser of Adderall and various other drugs, which he tends to huff or snort for decades. So he is a villain who is reliant on substances. He will get them legally, illegally, um, however he can. He is a senior fucking citizen. Uh, he is a and, oh and and the one of the one of the effects of extreme Adderall, Adderall abuse is uncontrollable fucking diarrhea. So the man shits himself and pisses himself <laughs> on a very consistent basis. Uh, Kassler has spoken about at length how horrible he smells. Uh, no matter how much cologne he's wearing, no matter what he has on, he smells. Okay, he several a, several people have have reported his uh, odor. His body odor, yeah. So he is also poorly educated because he chose to be, or because he is—he just simply is not. He's not an intelligent man, but he's—he's he's clever and sly enough to get what he wants. There is a distinct difference between those two things. But he is not a highly intelligent man. He is hateful, spiteful. He is—he will change his opinion like that if it serves his. He's not strong-willed. In any way that really counts, that really matters to the average three-dimensional human being. He uh, is weak. He is weak. I could go, you and I could go down the list of uh, personal attributes and characteristics that make him the worst sort of person to stand in solidarity with. To stand and support, to support, to stand behind. What sort of individual do you have to be to support scum? A weak shrinking violet stain of a creature of a man like him good god you can be a DeSantis you could be a McConnell you could be a Bober you could be if that's the way that that rock-faced bitch if that's the way that her name is pronounced you could be a, a green rather you could be a Bober you could be a green you could be anybody so it speaks a lot to who you are as an individual if you stand and when you stand in support of individuals like Donald Trump, and of course, he's just at the head of the shit queue that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. I watched a video, a couple of videos you sent me earlier. Would you mind telling the listener what the contents of those videos were, God? Um, uh, the crazies. Recently, they recently had a Trump rally in Arizona. Um, and, and as you listeners know, this was MLK weekend. 
they had a, a Trump rally in Arizona. And a lot of the speakers they had up there were claiming that the 2020 presidential election was uh, rigged, that Trump won. A couple of them said that, um, expressed that they believe that a lot of uh, political officials should be jailed. Um, all of this to, to the cheers of people in the audience. And um, <clears throat> the main thing I was thinking was that these people up here speaking, saying these things, know that they are lying to the hundreds of people who are out in the crowd and the millions of people who uh, stumble upon that video. They know for a fact that they are lying when they say Trump won, the election was rigged, but they don't care. They don't give a fuck. They are thinking about the potential riches that they can inherit or steal or the potential power that they could can inherit and or steal they're not thinking about the consequences of those lies. They're not thinking about the people that will no doubt be killed on account of those lies. That's what I was thinking watching those videos. I was just horrified looking at it. And <laughs> of course, like at every other Trump rally, right dead center in the middle of the camera behind the podium there's always some black person or black people who have a sign or t-shirt that say that they are in support of Donald Trump I wonder how much money they are paying these people some of them they probably I'm pretty sure they don't have to fucking pay because they are some coons amongst us who really really down deep support donald trump kunye for example kunye pissed <laughs> but not nah, that's what that's what i was thinking about that was at the forefront of my mind like they know for a fact that they're lying to these people but they don't give a damn and their supporters know that they are lying mm -hmm. but there's an expression that I've always rather liked, and I use it, and the expression is, any port in a storm, whatever they need to do, whatever they need to, quote unquote, believe, even though they know that it's horseshit in their hearts, they are willing to accept and adhere to. Anything that's going to gain them a position of favor or of power, so what we're seeing occurring now, and again, it's, 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 it's these attacks on what we view as democracy in this country are ramping up. It is literally by the, it is every day, it is a daily occurrence. They're ramping mm -hmm. up their attacks. And watching the videos you shared, you shot with me. <laughs> shot. Shot. Uh, I also, I too was repulsed and horrified because I, you and I, brother, are God. We are uh, big readers. We've always been big readers. I've never known you to not be a big reader. And we've been brothers for 30 years. You've never known me not to be a big, a big reader. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, um, we read many different kinds of things we need many different kinds many different sorts of texts and one of the texts that we are fascinated by always have been are uh those of a historical nature not just here in the united states but abroad we are interested in world history uh so we've read countless books articles stories have watched countless uh 
films, television shows, documentaries about the development of the autocratic state, the autocratic regime. And mm -hmm. everything we're seeing now, it's, it's as if there is a playbook, mm -hmm. the dictator's playbook, the dictators, the autocrats play by play. Everything that has occurred in the past that is well-documented by way of political rallies to texts like Mein Kampf, which Donald Trump enjoys, <laughs> all of these plays are being utilized and they're being adhered to. If there's one thing I can say for Republicans, and it is not a positive thing, is that they are by and large unified in the horseshit, and they always have been mm -hmm. in their current incarnation. They total the line. That's what they do. So every now and again, you will see divisions like what's happening with DeSantis, DeSantis and Trump now, or what happened with Mitch McConnell and Trump and his. Mm -hmm. But that is not that is a, that's an exception to what we genuine genu what we generally see. What Trump is saying about DeSantis now, he's calling him weak, he's calling him ineffectual, he's calling him a chump, he's calling him uh, he's saying he's not a man. All of these things, uh, the same as he's done in the past with people like he's a you know he's a real dirty. He's a dirty bastard. He's a, mm. a, a, a muckraker, a, a slum fucking fighter, man. If mm. he is upset with you, if you are not uh, interested in being coerced or kissing the ring and you're a part of his party or period, he will say the most low down, dirty, gross motherfucking th motherfucking things man he's like a child on a playground in an elementary in an, on an elementary school play playground like there mm -hmm. are no rules no rules him. it ain't gotta be true at all it doesn't have to be true it doesn't have to be anything approaching good taste mm -hmm. or decency mm -hmm. with all of that DeSantis is not striking back with all of that Mitch McConnell has not struck back with all of that None of these people ever strike back. Mm -hmm. The myriad of, 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 of maniacs, assholes down in Florida, political uh, uh, folks, authorities, very few of them have actually struck back. <laughs> they are terrified of this creature. Mm -hmm. He is the undisputed head of the Republican Party by and large. So these rallies we're seeing, I look at these rallies, Mark, and I think about the rallies that are on record that any person can Google or go on YouTube and find the political rallies that were um, um, Hitler's political rallies, mm. Idi Amin's political rallies, Mussolini's political rallies, Pol Pot's political rallies, those that you can find. Uh, the succession of monsters in North Korea, their political rallies. Down the course of history, this is what we've watched occur. It's available to any person who has access to YouTube or Google. Or if you don't have access to those things, you can go to your, public, your, your library, your public or otherwise library. You can go to a used bookstore and find proof documented proof of these things of the current so there is a playbook and it is called history and that's what we're seeing here in america everything from the political from the quote-unquote political rallies to the threats the coercion right uh the lies the attacks on regular democratic processes that we've always seen as running a meal that these are necessaries in a democratic society. All of these things and more are rules straight out of the autocrats playbook and they are performing these things very consistently, several times a day publicly.
Meanwhile, the majority of Democrats who are in positions of authority who can positively impact our situation, the majority of them are disarmed by the standards and the professionalism, the unspoken rules that have always been a part of the political process in this country. These people aren't playing by the rules, but the Democrats, the majority of us are playing by the rules. And every fucking autocracy in the history, recorded history, the success or the failure of this grand seizure is dependent upon individuals who are in opposition of these regimes. The success of failure is completely dependent upon individuals being unwilling to play by the rules because the rules don't work any motherfucker more in a democratic society. And that's what we're seeing here in the United States of America right now, day by day, moment by moment. I have no doubt that something is happening right now. Several things are happening right now to further this seizure. Mm -hmm. These motherfuckers are talking about decertifying the presidential election that took place in 2020. Biden has now been in a and he's now been president for over a year. You remember a couple months back when they were saying uh, these people, these creatures were saying that they were going to somehow reinstall Trump. Mm -hmm. Like the next weekend, by the next weekend, he would somehow be president again. It is the erosion and utter fucking eradication of democratic norms or the norms of democracy in our country. Mm -hmm. Which of course is already impacting the elections that are going to go on this year and the election that will occur in the following motherfucking year. <laughs> the breaking of standards and norms, which is also right out of, right out of the autocrats playbook. You hear people saying things like that can't happen in America. And that starts with this myth of American exceptionalism. America is not exceptional. It never has been. We're talking about a country that is based upon the eradication of the indigenous population and the enslavement of an entire race of human beings down the course of hundreds of years. There's nothing exceptional about that. Yes, there is exceptional evil exceptional greed, exceptional cruelty. Hmm. Well, um, so we just going to keep doing what we do. We're going to try to balance the scale. We're going to continue to be the avatars that we are trying mm -hmm. to bring balance because um, those voices, the coons, the crazies, the right wingers, mm -hmm. they need an opposing voice and we will continue to be that here at the main satellite. Fuck them motherfuckers. Um, Just like that. Yeah, fuck them. And I'll, I wanna say, I wanna reiterate, emphasize, if you ain't heard it before from us at the main satellite, if you are a Kanye West, Kanye Pass fan, fuck you. You are, by extension, a Donald Trump supporter. Mm -hmm. You are one of the crazies. I don't give a fuck who you are. I, lo I love it. I love it. There yeah. are no examples. I love what we are able to do here. We stand in solidarity here at the main satellite with decency, mm -hmm. with understanding, with compassion, with intelligence, with science, mm -hmm. with real History, real cheap, <laughs> real motherfucker. We're real cheap. <laughs> yeah, and if you are an individual, as my brother said, I'll just place my own emphasis on what my brother has said. Talking to you directly, listener. If you're in support of Kanye, you're in support of autocracy. If you're in support of Kanye, you're in support of 
uh, lies, deceit. If you're in support of Kanye, Kunye, you're in support of cruelty, mm. of classism, of racism, of self-loathing, self-hate. You are, by extension, as my brother has just said, a Trump. You are a Trump supporter. You are a Trump because they are, to all intents and purposes, they are the same. Trump is a Trump supporter. A Trump supporter is Trump. And if you're a Kanye supporter, you are a Trump. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get to cherry pick in this situation. You don't get to say Candace Owens is a bitch and then turn around and say Kanye West is a genius. Yeah. And I support everything he does. Fuck both of them. There is. You said that and it made me think of something. I know we don't want this to run too long here, but it made me think of something that you sent me earlier. Um, It was an article. (laughs) Easy ease daughter <laughs> easy ease da- offspring easy ease fucking whelp <laughs> easy ease bitch bastard bitch is all the same <laughs> she so what did your article say tell our our listeners my brother god what the article what is their perspective oh so the the single or song or whatever Kunye dropped with the game <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I hate that fucking word drop <laughs> I just got this great real fucking tonnage or something man it's right it's gonna be that real <laughs> everybody everybody anticipating the drop you know you remember mm-hmm. on um Independence Day when 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 people they didn't know what the alien and at the beginning of the movie they didn't know what the aliens were here for mm-hmm. um people were celebrating they were standing on top of skyscrapers and shit with signs saying mm-hmm. in support of the aliens they were celebrating and shit. yeah welcome mm-hmm. they were waiting for it to drop and then like when it when when the uh that that beam the, the little thing opened up on the spaceship mm-hmm. uh, before the beam released it started, the doors started opening and that green light was shining in everybody's eyes. They were just waiting to see what was going to happen. They were in awe. It's been raptured. Yeah. They were waiting for it to drop, man. Motherfuckers were waiting for that Kunye pest and the game single to drop like that. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, I just want to say right up until the column of energy descended, People, they were still in awe. The looks on their faces, Will's, fiance's, uh, or or woman's, <laughs> Vivica Fox's best friend. I'm assuming mm. that was her best friend. I remember, I just envisioned when you were speaking, I just always envision, I always see her face looking up in absolute fucking wonder. She's creaming her motherfucking undies here, mm. you know. But the thing that always that occurred to me then, and it occurs to me still, Mark, is when is the color green ever associated with a positive thing? <laughs> Ever well, a lot of people will save money. That bag is associated with, with uh, which the green, with green. The green is associated which, with a positive thing, which bears my point out <laughs> the love of motherfucking money, greed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is associated with money and money with it. But when I think of green, I think of the Tommy Knockers, Stephen King's novel. Mm-hmm. I think of phlegm. I think of cancer, right? I think of fungus. I think of baby shit. (laughs) Green is never, ever, as far as I am concerned, my brother, associated with anything good that I can that I can think of. I hate fucking. I don't. I'm disgusted by turtles, so that is out (laughs) the motherfucking window. I would. I, I expect there are things that are associated with the color green that aren't horrible and that aren't diseased. But when I think of the color green, when I see that scene, I always ask myself, and when the movie came out in 93, 94, whenever the fuck it came out, Independence Day, I'm thinking to myself, you got this green, you're being bathed in this green light. <laughs> and you're happy? <laughs> what the fuck is that about, right? 
But go on, brother. I'm sorry. I had to say that. So this single, they're waiting for the motherfucking drop. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stick up for the color green real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I think about green, I think about the Green Ranger, my favorite Power Ranger. Oh, um, fuck, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love, yeah. I love the turtles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think about emeralds. I think about just like with purple, green could can be considered like a color of royalty. Um, I think about plants and trees and grass and shit. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. So okay, Green yeah. Lantern. Yeah, but that's why I pulled that. I didn't pull that, but I said that there. I'm sure that there are things that are great or that are cool that could be associated with the color of green. But the first thing I think of when I think of green is cancer, disease, mm-hmm. vomit, shit. But yeah, there are some things. <laughs> or, or, or the color, you know, you know, it means go. It means uh, something is fully charged. Um, it means that it's it's uh, something is done. Something, you know, I like green. Green is all right, but I still view it as a motherfucking. I can view it both ways. I can view it both ways, but <laughs> the green green is always associated in films television shows, novels, and comic books, um, aliens are always either green or gray. And it's always mm-hmm. the, most of the times, unless subversions are, uh, expectations are subverted, associated with, uh, like I think about, uh, what's the film? It's another film and it's a comedy um, where the bubble-headed aliens come fuck i can't think of the name of the fucking film i'll think of it later once we're done i expect but that's another film in which it is associated with the uh poisonous with the insidious uh but it can be a good or a bad thing just like most things it could be a good or a bad thing but i'm telling you man the first thing i think of when i think of green is snot or vomit um but what <laughs> i want to know what, what so what happened with this droppage Oh, well, in this single um, that Kunye passed in the game put out, fuck the game as well. Um, mm-hmm. Fuck his gangster or whatever. Uh-uh. Fuck him. Like, I never liked the game any fucking way. Fuck him. Um, yeah, he might hear this. He might hear it. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. I'm not shaking in my boots, game. Um, <laughs> God, people, man. Um, anyway, uh, this single um, contained a, a, a line in a verse that Kanye uh, said. He said something about beating Pete Davidson's ass. Um, I don't even know where the fuck I was going at with this. Like, what? What? Um, he spoke about beating Pete Davidson's ass. He showed what kind of asshole he can be. Um, and, but it had to do with uh, Easy E's daughter. Oh, um, yeah. I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to tie it into that. But anyway, um, she oh support. yeah, and on, on that on that single on that single or whatever. Um, it's uh, it features the beat that Easy e used on Easy Does It. It has the same beat or a sample from that. I ain't heard the fucking song and I don't care to hear it. I just heard that snippet. I guess motherfuckers from TMZ interviewed her and asked her what she thought about the single and she said it's great and she believes that her father would have been pleased with how they sampled his track, that he would have been on board with what Kunye and the game did because it's 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 right in that in that realm of gangster um mm-hmm. using her fucking words she said easy would have would have loved it I beg to differ I don't think he would have loved it because Kunye is not gangster never has been gangster and that's not saying like yeah, Kunye man he different man he ain't gangster he he like a combination nah hell he's just he's just a fucking he's, he's a, a loser mm-hmm. yeah I don't think Easy would have been pleased with that shit at all 
Eze NWA uh, spoke out against racism, against classism, against fucknottery. They did it in their own way, and they did it consistently. Furthermore, when Eze died, this bitch was a baby. Now, one of the things we were speaking about earlier before this episode, you know, she might well have heard stories about who Easy was from his friends, his collaborators, people who collaborated with him, from members of his band, from if his parents are still alive, his parents, cousins, siblings, girlfriend, whatever, right? Her mama. About him being in support of horseshit like this. That might be, could be where she got this idea from that he would be in support of a scumbag like Kunye. But I, it's a possibility, but I doubt that. If Kunye and Eazy had existed at the same time, I am of the belief uh, that he, he was shit all over him, man. He was shit on him with his fake ass gangster, quote unquote gangster, with his fake ass strength and power and authority and i don't think he would give much of a fuck about the money that kunye has amassed i don't think he would give a fuck about that i could be wrong but i don't believe so uh if she hadn't gotten that if, let's say she had, she didn't get that perspective from people who knew easy in life she damn sure didn't just do his music and come to that conclusion that he would be in support of kunye and his ilk she said that she believed she believes that he would like what Kunye is doing and he would be in support of him which Easy and Kunye don't even go together that doesn't even go together given what we know you know Mm, it's an oil and water situation Mark Mm -hmm. Uh, if if He was, if, let's say, for the sake of the discussion, that he was a supporter. He would have been a supporter or was a supporter of all the things that Kunye is all about. Then fuck him too. That's the way I <laughs> yeah, feel. Yeah. Fuck him too. 30 years yeah. dead in his grave. Fuck him too. What she ought to have taken from what happened to her dad was the idea the thought, the perspective, that refusing to acknowledge personal responsibility, refusing to not make the same deadly mistakes time and again, well, that was the, that's why uh, Eze is dead. Now, we, I, we, we aren't saying that people who are afflicted by HIV and AIDS deserve to die. I think it's an, it's an insidious scourge and nobody deserves to die uh, because they've made a mistake or because they wanted to be with someone who they loved, they fell into the moment. That happens, it happens with human beings. We're not saying that. We are saying a lack of, risk because at that time, HIV and AIDS, it was well known. There were some bits of it that were, were very well known, but we knew how it was transmitted. So, and I say so, in a very doubtful, a very a highly doubtful way, the lesson that she ought to take from what happened with and to her dad was the inability to observe uh, responsibility or to not exercise caution is a bad way to go. Okay, that unfortunately is what led to Easy es death. And any one of us could be afflicted by HIV, AIDS, herpes, gonorrhea, chlamydia, any of those things, because we're all human and we all make mistakes and we all are victims of the moment. We all engage rather in the moment from time to time. That is not a horrible thing. That is a human thing. But if she takes any lesson from who her daddy was, judging by his music, because the bitch wasn't old enough to actually know him when he died, it would have been step lively, step carefully. Hmm. What, we're, what we're watching happen 
in real time with Kunye is him not adhering to any form of personal responsibility or observing caution in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And look at where it is leading him. Easy hmm. es death ought to be considered, his suffering and death ought to be considered a lesson. We have to be careful when it comes to claiming and owning responsibility. We have to be careful when it comes to the sort of mistakes that we make, that all human beings make. Kunye is himself a lesson. Don't be like me. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a classist. Don't be self-fucking-loathing. Uh, Observe. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know whether his example his uh life is an example for people uh, not to go by because he's getting positive reinforcement with all of that bullshit mm -hmm. um so a lot of people are looking at that and thinking that that's the way to fucking be he's raking in a lot of cash and a lot of attention from the bullshit that he keeps stirred up it's an example to people like us. This is not the direction to go in. This is not the way to go. Now, it could be, it is, uh, it, it's also an example to those who are supporters of his. This is the way that you move if you want to be like me. But then but that's in the positive to them, those who are supporters of his. But to people like us, it is, it's an example of what not to, it's a case study in real time of what not to fucking do if you want to be mentally well, if you want to be socially well, if you want to be uh, what some people might consider spiritually well. It's if the you don't want to be a pest, if you don't want to be uh, a stain on someone's life, like I'm pretty sure Kim Kardashian and her fucking family are annoyed to say the least by his antics. If you don't want to, if you want to, if you want to be a positive force in someone else's life, don't be a fucking prick. Imagine being married to something like him. What mm -hmm. Donald Trump? Good God! And they were married for some years. Mm. Just consistently glum, just irrevocably narcissistic shitbag, <laughs> all day, every motherfucking day. Mm. It's a wonder that marriage lasted for as long as it did on paper. Yeah. This asshole, uh, so there's something you told me earlier that I wasn't aware of. Mm -hmm. uh, him getting online and bleeding, bleeding and moaning about not knowing the location of <laughs> the birthday bash that mm -hmm. uh, his former in-laws and his former his wife, former wife, I guess, in the, in the, in the doing at the moment, were throwing for his daughter, son, one of his children. He didn't know the location of this. And he got online and made videos about it, and he tweeted about it and, and all of these things. But here's the bit that I didn't know. He was making it out like she and hers wanted to keep him away from his, away from his kid on that kid's birthday. And wanted to keep him away from the birthday bash. But the, the bit that you sent me, and this has been uh, 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 backed up by people in both camps, his and hers, that he came up with the idea of having of hosting two separate birthday parties, birthday celebrations for the kid. So in truth, he didn't need to know where it was. He brought it up, she agreed to it, and she was doing her thing. But the way that this, uh, this constant victim, this narcissist projected into the world, it was to villainize her and hers. Now, we aren't fans of the Kardashians. We feel like they're assholes, okay? But, well, there is no but, period. We feel like they're assholes. However, uh, like he does with every other person he knows, like Trump, if you're in his life, you're there to be used as a pedestal or as a, as a stepping as a stepping stone, as a stool to get, to keep him on his pedestal and to help him, assist him in stepping higher. Mm -hmm. Had no idea that they were beat. There were two separate parties, man, and they'd agreed on that. 
he also went out of his way to criticize his own children, which <laughs> is a, a very narcissist thing to do, right? <laughs> he says that they are, he said that they're spoiled. They do whatever they want. They aren't raised to adhere to any, there's no structure, there are no rules. They're spoiled brats. But the conclusion that we came to was, well, you're their parent too, though. And you are exactly what it is you're saying those kids are. The kids have the excuse, at the very least, of being raised by shit people. They didn't come out that fucking way. You and your wife and your people uh, collectively are all adults. At the very least, the kids have the excuse of being kids, of being children. And they do what they're allowed to do. We both know, we all know, the kids will do what it is they're allowed to do. So what you're doing is, you're doing two things. First, you're projecting exactly who you are. It always kills me, man. It always gets me the nerve of some of these motherfucking people. Like with Donald Trump and DeSantis and Bober and Green. And all these people, man, all this shit that they're doing, they accuse the other person of doing. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. The shit that they do openly, publicly, consistently, is always the finger being pointed at someone else. This motherfucker is so big of He's such a narcissist that he's willing to point the finger at his own children and use them as the narcissist does to initiate a woe is me campaign. A celebration of his greatness. Quote unquote fucking greatness. When it comes to the malignant narcissist as we started off saying at the beginning of this episode, there are no fucking exceptions. If you are in a narcissist's life, you best believe you're an exception while you're on the good foot, while you're on their good side. But the instant things change up, the instant you are the center in any way whatsoever, you are now to be victimized and abused by the fucking narcissist. You hear the expression all the time, there is no bottom. This is something that's become regular. It's a regular part of American vernacular here. Where's the bottom? There is no bottom. Yet more proof when it comes to him, there is no fucking bottom. And the kids, I'm sure. And again, we're not fans of the Kardashians or any other people like that. But the kids are probably much better off than what they were with him around. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I don't give a fuck about y'all out there talking about, kids need a father in their life. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, he could be it in their life from a fucking distance. I don't know neither one of them motherfuckers, but I'm pretty sure them kids are better off living with her. Mm-hmm. And if he can see, he, they, they, can, they, can, they can make a prof- some kind of professional arrangement. for co-parenting but they are better off spending most of their time around her but you know that would never happen because unless unless it is unless they force it unless she and hers force it man even if they forced it i can't see him agreeing to that i just can't see because he's got to always have his goddamn way or if he does agree to it it'll be on his terms and it'll be in a way that uh strengthens his resolve when it comes to using his family, when it comes to using his fatherhood, when it comes to using mm-hmm. his children as a step stool for himself. Mm-hmm. He's got no loyalty to anyone at all ever, even his children who for a person like him are extensions of him. They're not mm-hmm. autonomous three-dimensional beings of their own on their own. They're not, man, when it comes to narcissistic individuals, narcissists. They are only ever an extension of the narcissist oversized fragile fuck outsized but secretly fragile fucking ego or in his case not so secret <laughs> you know yeah um and as far as you motherfuckers who are listening who are saying well kids do need a father in their lives sometimes they fucking don't if the if if, if if the if the if the only situation that would occur is a toxic just completely poisonous scumbag monster asshole hunchback republican in their lives an asshole then those kids don't need a motherfucking father in their life if they have let pete take over pete 
Pete the stepdaddy. Let him take over. <laughs> he might as well be. He is. <laughs> to all intents and fucking purposes, man. He, and you know what? It's probably, I don't know if she ever has. I just, that's what, I hadn't thought about that. The stepdaddy aspect. <laughs> but you know, I bet, I don't know if she ever has Pete, that man around her children, but if she does, I bet it is a breath of fresh air to them to have a man in their life who's not this morose narcissist 24-7 around them. Pete might be a fun stepdaddy. And look, they ain't no kind, they ain't no way close to what the marriage as far as I know, right? As far as we know, but he he might as well be that motherfucking stepdaddy. We are seeing with him, as we saw with Trump, and as we see with so many other people, some of whom we have known in our own personal lives, just how fucking damaging it is to have a motherfucker like that as a parent. Yeah. And uh, look, look no further than uh, the Trump kids. They're all just, good God, they're fucked. They are fucked. They are fucked mm. as a direct result of having been raised by him hmm. to the extent that he was around them. You go back further, you look at uh, his daddy and his, his mama, how they raised him and his siblings mm-hmm. to the extent that they raised him. I'm pretty sure they had maids and governesses and shit like that around, <laughs> you know, real, real 1920 hmm. shit, you know. Hmm. But these people are, all of these people are great examples when it comes to figuring out whether or not you want to have kids if you're if you're not ready for it don't fucking do it if all you can think about is you don't fucking do it this is what we're seeing it doesn't mean that good people can't have rotten kids but a lot of times who we turn out to be is a direct fucking result of who our parents or guardians were or have been Sometimes it makes me, you know, you hear these stories about Kanye's mama being a really sweet woman, being decent. Normally you hear them from him. Makes me wonder what sort of individual she was. Now she could have been a great person. She could have been a great mama. And he just happened to be an asshole. But I don't doubt that she allowed him to have his way. Look at who he is. This motherfucker is 45 years old. 44, 45 years old. A lot of times who we're taught to be is who we are. And that's who the fuck we remain unless in a negative or in a positive, unless we want to make changes. We decide to make changes. So <laughs> we know a couple folks who have stood in support of Kunye, have defended this motherfucker like righteously, like to the point of insulting us. Hmm. If you're listening, whoever you are, if you're a supporter, of this motherfucker, again, it doesn't matter who you are. Fuck you. You're supporting autocracy. You're supporting narcissism. You're supporting greed. You're supporting vile, shitty, grotesque fucking behavior. Hmm. And if you are in support of individuals like the folks we've mentioned here today and various times, several times before, then the only reason that you aren't them is because it was a luck of the draw. In your case, bad luck that you weren't able to be Kanye or be Donald Trump or be Money Mayweather or be whoever the fuck, DeSantis or Bober or whatever the fuck. All these motherfuckers, man, out here reproducing like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Gremlins. They get that some water on them and they just <laughs> eggs start popping off their fucking backs. <laughs> I always thought it would be really fucking gross, man. <laughs> And look, for good measure, they eat after midnight. <laughs> they eat after midnight, man. And before you know it, there's a there's successive generations of gremlins, each more horrible than the last. Mm-hmm. I've read several studies. We have read several studies on why the worst sorts of motherfuckers tend to tend to reproduce. It's not always the case, but why they tend to reproduce more consistently. While they have larger broods and, and, and a lot of people around them. Again, it's not always that way, but a lot of times it is. And it turns out they are selfish, ignorant, willfully ignorant assholes. Uh, 
I don't believe we're revving up, man. We're revving up in terms revving up in terms of where we are and where we will be. And given how things are going on a daily motherfucking basis, I believe that we will be. It won't even take a whole fucking year. It won't even take a whole fucking. We will be much much worse off than what we are right now in a month. You have and and never mind a year, five years, ten years. You got motherfucking politicians and people in positions of authority, podcasts and so on and so forth, calling for the heads of political opponents. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and since there are no consequences for their actions and behaviors and words, what reason do they have to calm down? They they loving this shit, yo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a party. Yeah. Uh, again, positive reinforcement. And you're more more listeners, more supporters, more money. Um, and it's a it's a boost to the political party they support. So it's um getting it, it it's checking off everything on their checklist. So they don't have a reason to slow down or stop. No reason whatsoever. It's revving up. And around them on. Mm-hmm. Oh, go go ahead. The people around them are giving them reasons and position uh, 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 laws, consequences, the the lack of consequences mm-hmm. and the feeble nature of the laws, which are let's just call them elastic, they're pliable. Nature of the laws aren't giving them any reason to believe that they need to stop or that they can't do the next thing because mm-hmm. that's what they that's how they think, that's how they feel, that's how they move. Um, and by the way. I wanted to correct myself on something I said on a podcast, uh, the last podcast or the last podcast, the last episode. And that was that the list of 200 or more doctors, healthcare professionals who signed off on a essentially a protest against uh, Joe Rogan, his actions and behaviors, uh, who reached out to Spotify. Not all of them were doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals i was in, i was of the belief at that time that they were and they not all of them were we spoke about we spoke about it during this episode owning responsibility and admitting to your mistakes or faux pas and in this case it was a mistake that i made so i didn't read deeply actually i read pretty deeply into it at that time but since it has been confirmed that the people who were, uh, not all these people were doctors and healthcare professionals. Some of them were fellow podcasters, right? Some of them were uh, writers. Some of them were, uh, they were all in the social media uh, bubble, but not all of them were healthcare professionals. So I wanted to correct myself on that. But I will say, and rather I will say, that was the information that was available to us at the time. So I wanted to make sure that I um, rectify that mistake, that um, misinformation. Now, in this case, it is misinformation because it, I didn't set out to lie mm-hmm. about it. I just spoke about the information that I had at the time. So I wanted to own that mistake that I made and um, add an addendum. Yeah, yeah. That's that personal responsibility thing that yeah, we yeah. we speak so much about <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be a poor motherfucking lookout it'd be a poor lookout if if we were not abiding by our own uh mm. rules or yeah. not adhering to yeah it would be a real a very poor lookout uh you know we spoke about this many times we could talk about our our uh, brotherhood down the course of 30 years or we could talk about uh, entertainment, which we have. We could talk about religion, spirituality. We could talk about the progression of life, what we learned growing up. We could talk about family members and friends. And we would never, just our interaction down the last three decades, we'd never run out of things to discuss ever. But politics, hmm. literally on a day-to-day, on, a, on an hour-to-hour basis. Why? I'm sure something has happened in the hour that we've been doing this. Yeah. We will never run out of things to discuss or 
talk about here. And unfortunately, when it comes to politics, a lot of that will be in the negative. It will be in the spirit of uh, outrage and disgust. Yeah, they mm -hmm. they they have their they have the pedal to the pedal to the metal. Mm -hmm. Um, just saying, <laughs> they 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 revving up. Yeah, and um, <laughs> we're gonna rev up right with them. We're gonna we are continue to um hold <laughs> motherfuckers to account. That's right. And if you're lost. If you're one of these lost souls out there um, looking for some direction, it continue to tune into the main motherfucking satellite. The main That's right. satellite. Main. I want to say one other thing here. And that's when you spoke about when you when you said people like that these monsters have the pedal to the metal. It made me think about a story, which we won't go into here about um <laughs> being in a car and you're headed somewhere and maybe it's, it's maybe it's overbalanced in the back and the pedals to the middle and you're fishtailing like a motherfucker but you're still motherfucking moving you're still moving you're swaying back and forth and you're still moving it is wild it is harmful to everybody around you on the fucking road it is harmful to the person who's driving the vehicle but you're fishtailing and they're fishtailing but they're still moving though and so if they're going to fishtail, we need to fishtail right the fuck with them. Get as crazy as they are in the pursuit of liberty and true fucking democracy. Abiding by the rules and getting us no goddamn way. And the rules are a lot, we've seen that the rules are a lot more elastic than what we initially thought. Pedal to the motherfucking middle. That's all I've got to say on that topic at the moment, man. Uh, <laughs> Any closing words? I know those are closing words you just said, but I had to say that. Any additional closing <laughs> words or statements, guy? Nah, that's it. Where can they find us? Anywhere you get your podcast. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Anywhere you get your podcast. There, there are a ton of others. Mm -hmm. um, but you can also see us on YouTube. We don't have many videos yet, but we will. Mm -hmm. um, anytime you want to get in contact with us, shoot us an email mm -hmm. at the main satellite at gmail.com. You know, if you want to be a guest, let us know. If you want to critique what we're doing, let us know. If you want to talk shit, let us know. If you want to support <laughs> what we're doing, let us know. The main satellite at gmail.com. Um, and where can they catch us in the future, man? <laughs> they can catch us on the other side. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>